Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of the Exceptional Scrum Master Podcast. My name is Yinka and I remain your online Agile coach. Now in today's episode, I want to share seven misconceptions about the Scrum Master role. It is my desire that at the end of today's episode, you're better informed and you understand clearly what the Scrum Master role is all about so that you can prepare yourself to be exceptional when you eventually land this role. So let's get started. Now, the very first misconception about the Scrum Master role is this. Many people believe that anybody can become a Scrum Master. And I'm sorry to say, this is so far from the truth. Not everyone is equipped for this role. Just like any other role, there are certain things that you need to become in order for you to be successful in this role. And while so many training programs and people out there have proclaimed this role to be super easy, and the reason why many people want this role, it is not as simple as it is. And I think many of you can attest to this because many people are finding it very difficult to land Scrum Master jobs. Now I get it that there's recession in the air and all of this kind of stuff, but the reality is that those that are experienced and those that truly understand this role are not lacking jobs. They have jobs. And even if they switch or are in between jobs, they are able to get a job in a short period of time. So the Scrum Master role is not for everybody. You have to understand who you are. You have to understand your personality. You have to understand yourself to be able to figure out whether this role is actually suited for you. Now, there are a few things I want you to have at the back of your mind as you prepare yourself and decide whether this is the perfect role for you. This role requires people to have experience, right? This is not an entry-level role, as many people have painted this role to be. You need experience to function in this role. Now, I get it that there are Scrum Master certifications out there that literally anyone can go out there and grab. This Scrum Master certifications are not designed for entry-level people. They're designed for people who have experience and are trying to learn a new way of working. Before Agile came into place, right? We had project managers who were used to managing projects and Agile is a newer way of working. And so people who were already experienced just needed to improve their skill set and get knowledge on this new way of working. And that's why those certifications are crafted to be that way. There is the assumption that you already have experience. There is the assumption that you're already knowledgeable about the software development life cycle. You have knowledge about managing projects and building products. And so you spending 16 hours or two days or whatever time it is for those certification is just an added, you know, number of hours that you need to spend to learn and understand this new way of working. But if you don't have any type of experience at all, or you're even new to the walking space, then there's a lot for you to learn, for you to be able to match up with those who already have the experience. Now, am I saying that you cannot become a Scrum Master? No, but it still remains that not everybody can become a Scrum Master. So you have to really look at your strengths. You have to look at what you're willing to do. Just the same way, not everybody's going to become a medical doctor. Not everybody is going to become a lawyer, even though those careers are out there for us to pursue. There are things that are required for us maybe to get those careers. If you want to be a medical doctor today, there are things that you have to do to earn you that career. Same thing with a Scrum Master. Now, being a Scrum Master might be much easier than becoming a doctor, but it does not negate the fact that you don't need to have certain things. You need leadership skills if you want to be successful in the Scrum Master role. You need to be an exceptional communicator 
communicator. You, you need to have the right personality. You need to have emotional intelligence if you want to be a scrum master. So if you don't have any of the skill sets, I would encourage you to learn this skill so that they can improve your chances of getting a job and even more importantly, improve your chances of succeeding in that role. So don't be confused with the marketing out there, you know, with all of this training, they just want your money, right? To be successful as a scrum master, you need to have certain skill sets that will help you succeed. And so if you're lacking in any of these areas, please, you know, do that job, spend that time to improve yourself, work on yourself. These jobs are not going anywhere. They'll always be there. So it's better for you to be prepared so that when you apply, you have a better chance of getting the job rather than you just sending endless resumes out there and you're not a fit for the job because you're lacking in one of these areas, okay? I had a question the other day. Somebody asked me, Dad, do I even need to have a degree to become a Scrum Master? And, you know, it was funny because at the end of the day, you need to have some type of degree. Now, you don't need a specific degree, right, to study a specific thing in school, but you need education because when you even look at the jobs on LinkedIn or wherever those job aids are, you find out that many of those jobs require you to have some type of education. So you need education because for you to be able to interact with people, for you to be able to make decisions, for you to be a change agent, for you to be able to do many of the things that is required of a scrum master, you need some type of education. And so education is a requirement in this role. And so these are some of the things that you need to spend quality time trying to understand what are the things that I need to succeed in this role. So clearly you need the agile knowledge, but besides the agile knowledge, you need leadership. You need to improve your communication. If you feel like you're lacking in that area, you need to work on your personality, you know, have an interpersonal skill. How do you relate with people? How are you able to serve people towards a goal? You need to be a servant leader. And all of the skills are things that you can learn. But going into a role and thinking that you don't need any of those and you still will succeed is the scary part, okay? So you want to ensure that you are really stepping up your game to improve your chances because you're going to be competing with people who have had careers, people who are used to working in the system, understand and already have built the skills and all they just need is that additional agile knowledge. You're going to be competing with them if you don't have any of the skills. So ensure that you're spending the time to work on the things that matter so that you're not frustrated in your journey of becoming a Scrum Master. Now, the second misconception many people have about the Scrum Master role is that the only thing you need is the Scrum knowledge. And I think this is kind of related to the first thing, but kind of different. So even when you decide that you're the perfect fit for this role, you have kind of like almost everything you need and you want to focus on the knowledge. Scrum is not the only thing you need. And it's so worrisome how many people think that way. Now I get it that in a Scrum Master training, they're focused on teaching you Scrum. And like I said, many of the people or rather the creators of this frameworks have an assumption that you are experienced. You understand how to build products. You understand product management, you understand project management, you already have that skill set. And so they are just expressing an alternative way of working. And so it's so much easier for somebody who already understands that industry to learn a new way of working. But for someone like you, who is totally new to that industry, 
please, you have to learn more than Scrum. Scrum will not make you successful. Scrum is so easy, right? It's just the Scrum Guide. That is just one framework in, you know, other frameworks that are out there for you to learn. So Scrum is not the only thing for you to learn. You have to learn, you know, everything that makes Agile, Agile, every practice out there that would help organizations become faster, that will help organizations reduce their waste, that will help organizations reduce their costs, that will help organizations build the right products, that will gain, that will help organizations to gain competitive advantage. Every practice, every way of working that would help them achieve that goal is what you need to learn. And so it's much more than Scrum. And that's why you have concepts like Scrum, Kanban, right? That's why you have even scaled concepts like Scrum at scale, safe, because sometimes organizations have multiple people that have to build this big program. How do they have to manage themselves? How do they have to manage dependencies? How are they going to work together to be able to achieve this objective? All of these things are the responsibilities of a Scrum master. So this misconception of you thinking that Scrum is the only thing you need to learn, I'm sure that if you are in the you know, in the walks of trying to get yourself a job, I'm sure that you must have discovered that by now that you are not getting past the first stage if Scrum is all that you know. And so for those of you who probably are just thinking about becoming a Scrum Master, I hope that this, you know, this episode comes, you know, very handy for you so that you are able to prepare yourself and understand fully what it means to be a Scrum Master. Now, this third misconception is for those who are current Scrum Masters, but they're new, right? So they're the newbies. There's this misconception that as a Scrum Master, your role is to facilitate Scrum events. And so many times Scrum Masters, when they, you know, get the job, they're just so focused on facilitating, you know, those basic events. That is not the only job you have, because in all honesty, if that is all that you've been called to be, first of all, you need to question, why should organizations pay so much to just have a facilitator? And the reality is that anybody on your team can actually pick up that role. Now, they might not do it as well as you, maybe, maybe not. But it's something that it's easy for them to pick and they're not really looking for perfection. They're just trying to get through their day, right? And get through those events. And so anybody on the team can literally do that. And if that is your conception about the Scrum Master role, then you are in for a very difficult time because you're going to have challenges growing. You're going to have challenges you know, making impact to the organizations that you work for, you're going to find yourself to be very redundant most of the time. And after a while, it's going to be very questionable, you know, the value that you bring to the organization. So, you know, thinking that the Scrum Master role is about facilitating events is far from the truth. You are much more than a facilitator. You are a coach, right? So even though you're a Scrum Master, you are still a coach to your team. So you've got to learn how to be a coach and a great one at that. What are the skill sets needed to become a coach? You've got to learn how to be a trainer. There'll be many people in your team, many people in your organization that do not really understand agile. So you will need to be a trainer where you're able to impact knowledge into other people. You will be training multiple teams, multiple individuals at different points in time. You're going to learn how to be a teacher, right? Because you understand Agile, you understand the concept. 
but you've got to share that with your team so that they also understand and they're on the same page with you so they're able to do the things that will help them succeed so you are going to be a trainer and you're going to be a teacher at a different point in time you're also going to need to be a change agent you have to look beyond your team at certain times and look at your organization and how does the way that your organization work affect the goals that they're trying to accomplish how are they you know an impediment to the teams that are doing the work so you have to even at some point in time look beyond your team look beyond your program and look at your organization at large and that requires a lot because you're going to be dealing with people some people are going to be resistant to change some people are not going to welcome you but you're going to have to learn how to be diplomatic and get through all of this office politics to be able to help the organization truly be where they want to be and that's beyond facilitating. That requires you to have confidence. That requires you to be knowledgeable. That requires you to be a true leader. That requires you to be an excellent communicator. That requires you to have interpersonal skills, for you to have social skills, to not to get along with people. That requires you to have a lot. And so thinking that you're just going to be a facilitator, you know, might keep you for a few months, but it can't keep you, you know, in the long term. You're going to become very obsolete quickly because you don't know how to add value and where to add value. So a Scrum Master role is truly more than a facilitator. There are so many stances of a Scrum Master and depending on the situation that you find yourself, you might need to wear a hat for a certain situation. Okay, now the fuck misconception that many people have about the Scrum Master role is that the Scrum Master doesn't have to be technical. And now I know that this is very controversial. And I think the reason is because when we think about technical, we think that we're requiring the Scrum Master to know how to do the work that the team is doing, right? So for example, if you are you know, supporting a software team, you need to be a developer or you need to be a UX designer or you need to be a tester or that kind of stuff. Or even if you're supporting another type of team, you need to be able to know exactly what they're doing. And I think that is not really what people mean. Or anyway, that is not what I mean in today's video. Let me speak for myself. When we talk about technicality, it is important for you as a scrum master of a team to understand what your team is working on. And that means that you're going to have to step outside of your Scrum Master role to understand what the team is building, to understand where they are going to, to understand where they are so that you can support them to get to where they need to be. And sometimes in the process of you trying to understand what the team is working on and immerse yourself in that, you know, People have termed it to be technical, right? Because you're stepping out of your Scrum Master role, right? The project management roles, based to understand at least the business side of things and understand, okay, what is the objective of what we're trying to build? Where are we trying to get to? Why are we trying to build these things? Who are our stakeholders, right? Who are our customers? What are the milestones we're trying to accomplish? All of these things are the same things that your product owner knows and is using to drive the direction of the team. Now, is your product owner technical? Your product owner could be, and in other cases might not be, but your product owner has an understanding that is quite different from what you have. And so the misconception that has been out there about Scrum Masters not being technical, I think is wrong, right? So when you think about technicality, do not think about the how. 
think about the what, right? Think about what we're trying to accomplish from that perspective, right? That is the technicality that I am referring to. So just don't stay as a Scrum Master who is driving the process. Step beyond your comfort zone and learn what the team is building. Now, I'm not saying learn how to build it. Learn what they're doing. So spend time with your product owner to be able to understand the product. Spend time with your product owner to understand where are we going to? How are we going to get there, right? What is your milestone looking like? What is your roadmap looking like? Spend that time to understand the business of the product that is being built. It would help you. It would help you, you know, support your team even better. It would help you have a grasp of where we are at every point in time. I've spoken to too many Scrum Masters that are so clueless. Like many times you ask them questions and they have to still go talk to a member of the team. Like, why should I stop you and ask you like, okay, what team are you supporting? You tell me the name of the team. Like, okay, what are we building? You, you kind of know what we're building. And I ask you like, okay, what are the, what, what milestone are we right now? What milestone are we moving towards? Or, you know, what are we trying to achieve? And you don't really understand and you're looking to pull a member of the team. You have them every day, make use of them. You're in conversations with them. Understand even during refinement. And there are so many situations where you could understand more about the product, but you have to make it a desire, right? During refinement, as they're refining this work, you get a gist of the work. As they're refining their roadmaps, as they're reviewing work, as they're demoing their work, all of these events that you actually facilitate are opportunities for you to actually learn. But many times Scrum Masters are turning a blind eye and they're just there, not even paying attention because they think that it's not their job. Wake up. It's 2023. It's, it's, it's a new dimension. This role has gone beyond what it used to be. It has evolved so much. Organizations require so much more. So if you want to be successful in this role, you've got to be a whole lot more than what you think, right? So when I talk about you being technical, I'm not talking about the how. I'm talking about the what. Spend time with your product owner to have a deeper understanding of the product that is being built so that you can be in a better position to support your team really well. Now, another misconception that many people have about the Scrum Master role is that the Scrum Master is more of a scribe, right? A Scrum Master is somebody who is taking notes. You know, the Scrum Master is somebody who is sending the team updates, helping them update their product backlog, helping them write their user stories and all that kind of stuff. No. The team can do all of those things themselves. All of those things do not make you valuable in any way. Helping them understand how to be successful, driving change, you know, is what makes a difference. So you have to look at the things that are truly valuable and ensure that that's where you are. So being a scribe and all of those things are so far from the Scrum Master role. That is not your job description. Now, can you help your team where it's needed? Yes, you can. But don't make that your only job where your only value is the fact that I help my team write user stories. Now, you know, you've got to do so much more than that. You have to be, you have to learn how to support your team. You have to look at the process. That is who you are. You are an agile leader. Forget the scrum master, right? You're an agile leader. Look at the process, the way they work and look for gaps and help them improve in those areas. 
That is the summary of your role. So every day you are assessing your team. Every day you are observing. Are they working in the best possible way, given what they know part time? Is there room for improvement? Are we improving? Are we getting better? Are we focused on the right things? Are we delivering value? Or are we just busy doing things? Those are the things you have to focus on and not just you being a scribe. You have to spend time paying attention to what is valuable and show that that is where you're devoting your time. So please, you are not a scribe. You're not just somebody who is going to be helping them write user stories. The product owner can write easy our user stories. The team can support in writing the user stories. There's so much more that you can be doing than just being a scribe. And that's not why organizations have employed you. So ensure that you understand the organization that you're supporting, you understand what is valuable to them, and you're contributing in the way that they find valuable. Now, if your organization thinks that the Scrum Master role, you should also be a scribe. Please be a scribe, but don't let that be the only thing that you are doing. Be a scribe and more, right? And that's because your organization wants you to be a scribe. But don't let that be the only thing that you are doing. Be so much more. Now, the final misconception that many Scrum Masters have is this. Anything outside my role is not my job. Gosh, I remember one time, like a long time ago, I was working in this company and um, I heard a Scrum Master complain about a product manager asking how to do something. She's like, that is not my job. <laughs> and I just laughed. I was like, really, girl, that is not your job? Like, that is not your job job? or you don't even want this job anymore because there are two ways to look at these things, right? There is the situation of this is not my job and I'm not going to do it. This is not my job, but if you're going to add it to my responsibilities, I welcome it. I'm going to learn it and I'm going to start doing it. And, you know, I don't want this job anymore. You got to figure out where you want to be, <laughs> right? Because sometimes when people say things, they're not really thinking through what they're saying. And when I told that, so where do you fall? She kind of understood that what she said was quite wrong. But, you know, jokes apart, right? Like I mentioned earlier, organizations have different conceptions or rather organizations have different perceptions about the Scrum Master role. This role is still relatively new, even though it's been there for like, you know, decades. It's still relatively new to many of those organizations. So sometimes they don't know what to make of it. So they are going to make you whatever they think it is. And remember the organization's, employers to fulfill a need so at the end of the day if they employ you and they feel like okay you're doing something but I think that for this same role I want to extend your responsibilities to certain areas if you think that that's something you can do please go ahead and do it otherwise go look for another job right but you saying that something is not your job or something is out actually when it's within the Scrum Master space now of course you can't be a Scrum Master and the company's telling you to come become a developer that is outside the scope of your work. So that then becomes your choice. If you feel like that's something I want to learn, that's something I want to know. That's really up to you. But there are situations where very tiny things, for example, let's say the product owner needs help and says, you know what, I need you to help me write some user stories. There are ways that you can 
you can go about it that even though that's not my responsibility, I can still provide help and I can coach team members on how to write the user stories. I can offer training sessions, right, to team members who are in a better position because by myself, I'm still going to need help to be able to write the stories because I don't really have context of what we're trying to work on. So when you're knowledgeable, you understand how to communicate in a way that doesn't come across like you being rude or you rejecting responsibilities. You come across as somebody who's actually informed and who wants to help, but you don't you're not in the best position, but you can create that environment where we can solve the problem that we have at hand. But going back to something is not my job. One of the things I've seen some team, some scrum masters, you know, frown at is the fact that you have organizations who want them to be very good at the tools that the company is using. So for example, a company is using Jira, a company is using, you know, ADO, Azure DevOps. And they want you to be very good at it because you're supporting teams. And you're like, oh, no, it's not my job. Go hire a Jira admin or an ADO admin. Sometimes the organization might not be able to afford that. And in all honesty, your team is using that tool. You need to know how to use those tools. So you saying that it's not your job does not even make sense. Honestly, because you're going to be using the tool. Your team will come to you for help if they don't know how to use the tool. And in all honesty, it is not even their responsibility. Fine, they're going to be using it at one point in time. They're going to have to learn, but they have other things to worry about. They're trying to build a product. You are trying to help them be great at a process. The tool is a way of working. So at the end of the day, when, he, when we're trying to figure out like, where does this fall in? It actually falls on your lap because you're the one who's trying to help us improve the way we work. This tool is one of the ways that we're working. So you need to know how it is and how it works so that you can coach your team on, hey, this is how we use the tool. This is how it benefits us. And this is how it helps us work even smarter, right? So please don't be so quick to say it's not your responsibility. Learn to be professional, right? Learn to understand and even make it, make it an habit to learn new things. Everything you learn becomes a part of you. Nobody's going to take that away from you. So don't be so quick to say no to things or shy away from things or run away from things. You don't know whether that one thing would actually even improve your chances of keeping a job or even get another job. I've seen so many job descriptions where they say you need to be experienced in JIRA or ADO. So it's important for you to know these things because it helps your team work even better. So please don't fall into that trap that all you need to know is Scrum and you don't need to know about those tools or how they work or any of those things. If you follow these tips, trust me, you are going to be an exceptional Scrum Master and that's what this podcast is all about. So I hope that you guys are in a better position. You understand what this role is about. You understand that this role is not as easy as the strainers out there make it look. You know, they just want your money half of the time. There is work to be done. So please, if you really want to be a scrum master, ensure that you're willing to do the work. This is not just easy work. Now, it may not be as stressful as other jobs out there, 
because it's not an entry-level job. This is a mental work, right? So sometimes mental work are not super stressful because it's knowledge work. You already know what to do and you're coaching people on what to do. So sometimes those work don't really come across as stressful because you're not using any physical energy, but they still require a lot of mental effort. They require you to be a continuous learner, somebody who is dedicated to learning and reading and knowing more and building your skill set so that you can be truly exceptional. Thank you for the subscriptions. Thank you for the reviews. Thank you for the shares. Thank you for the love. Thank you guys so, so much. And I cannot wait to catch you in the next episode. Bye for now.